Well, Steven, we're here. We're almost done with community. I didn't think we'd ever make it, but we made it. And I think, how about, just for old time's sake, we record an intro to the podcast just one more time. Let's do it, Zach. I think we can handle it. If you like what we do here, make sure you mosey on over to patreon.com slash podcast For as little as five bucks a month, you too can feed a Zach and Steven in need, and you'll get access to all sorts of awesome content. Our weekly live pre-show that we do, You Can't Dis a Pre-Show. We've got some bonus podcasts on there. Days and days, just scads of content over there for you. Plus, maybe some new stuff coming soon, so make sure you put your ear to the ground, send us your bones, throw us at least a fiver, and see what it'll get you. Follow us on Twitter over at You Can't Dis a Pod and tell us what show we should talk about next. If you just can't get enough, watch those patties and come over and double tap us on Instagram over at Can't Disappoint Podcast. We're also on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. All sorts of vids, things to like, subscribe, and, and slap the bell to get notified. After we finish the series finale of Community, we'll still be a weekly community podcast for the rest of 2022 as we conduct a series of community superlative podcasts where we'll be creating top five lists on several different community-related topics. Follow us on all our social medias to see how you can be a part of those final podcast episodes. Speaking of five, if you think that we're both five-star men and this is a five-star show, make sure you leave a review wherever you review your podcasts on Apple Music, on Yelp, on Spotify, on TripAdvisor. We're there. Just check us out. Everyone, it has been an honor to do this community rewatch podcast for the past few years, and I hope you'll stick around with us as we wrap it up and move on to the next thing. Steven, what do you have to say as we move onward and upward? Thanks for sticking with us as long as you have. We hope that you hitch your get-alongs to our pick-em-up and ride along with us into whatever the future holds. All right, and for one of the last times, let's do it. Let's start the episode of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Okay. Hi, everybody out there. Welcome to another very special installment of Community Superlatives here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I'm very glad to be back. Hi, everybody. I'm Zach. No intro. Didn't put any thought into it. You? Uh, I'm Steven. I feel like I did think of something, but it was like 2 a.m., so I don't remember it. Right. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. As you can see, we've put as much thought, time, (laughs) and preparation into this as we always do. I'm glad you've joined us today. We're going to be talking about the top five Silver Era episodes of Community. So, Stephen and I's top five episodes uh, individually from the last three seasons of the show. That's what's freshest on our minds, so that should be fun to talk about today. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited, Zach. You know, it's like uh, watching the track and field events at the Olympics, and you're like, okay, the Jamaicans got it locked down. But who's going to come next? And that's what this list is. I feel. Is that how you feel? That like the top of the list is really obvious, but the like lower spot, or are you just ripping? I, I was talking more like the, the silver era as a whole. That's like, you know, the Jamaicans, they hit we their We got one, the two, heavy lifter out of the way. Yeah. Now we can talk about kind of the misloved second child. Yeah, the... The uh, the middle child, yeah. who, you know, maybe you forget their birthday occasionally. Yes. But, I mean, who 
who keeps August dates in their calendar anyway, you know? Look, I am all for forgetting your children's birthdays because I am awful, terrible at remembering people's birthdays. And I completely reject the notion that for somebody to be proven important to your life, you have to remember what day they were born. No, 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 Zach. That's a pretty pretty standard practice. I know, I know, someone, I know it you is. You know their birthday. Obviously, like... I know Lily's birthday. I mean, it's six days away from mine, so it makes mm-hmm. it really easy. But that's about it. Yeah. That's about it on the birthdays that I've got You down. usually get my month Lily. right. No, I don't. Because I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, Steven's good old birthday in shit. Uh... Come on. There was a very special baby born that day. <laughs> August? <laughs> You're laughing at me. That was genuine. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) February. I think you were thinking August because that was the month that I most recently mentioned out loud. But no. (laughs) So when is it? June. The end of June. There are probably we've had this exact conversation, yeah, this exact on, conversation on the phone. There are people listening that are yelling that know your birthday more <laughs> than I do. But Steven, that's not a good example because you are not someone important yeah, enough to me that fair. I would remember such a thing. Well, our assistant reminds us of our anniversaries for each other, you know. I'll actually I'll, I'll mention here in a second my thought that I had about you after, uh, over the... We're kind of reconvening after not recording for a few weeks, so it's good to see you. It's good to talk I know, to as you. opposed to our normal formula of recording 18 things in one yes. day and being well, like, that's oh, what I see you again. doing today. Yeah. We just haven't done it in a second. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, before we get started with the show, of course, we've got to shout out, as always, our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash podcast. Things are still chugging along over there. There's lots of stuff to dig into. A huge catalog, back catalog of Patreon-exclusive content. And you're still getting new episodes of Brokeback Bebop and our live You Can't Disappree show all the time over at Patreon. And coming up soon, alongside getting this podcast uh, a week early every week, we're so close to the Good Place era of of Zach and Steven's podcasting venture. So there will be more information about that coming out very soon, and it'll be coming first to our patrons. So check it out. Those people that we've got to shout out, of course, are Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Plains Walker Prez, Emmy Azrael, Brandon Fulkemer, and Conversations with Robbie Sherman. Uh, we like those people quite a bit. We do. You know, if I were going to make a, a sandwich with six things on it, It'd be those six folks. Six people. That'd yeah. be really uncomfortable six. for all of them, I'm sure. <laughs> well, big piece of bread. <laughs> uh, and then speaking of the big piece of bread that sandwiched us for our childhood mm-hmm. era, that is, of course, the man, the myth, the birthday I do not know, at Communities on Twitter, a proud community papa, I'm sure. Very thankful, as always, for the people at Communities, all the stuff that they're doing all the time to keep the community ball rolling in the months post uh, learning that the movie is coming while we're still waiting on news. Communities is always on top of things to give you something to look at, something about community to celebrate. That stuff's really great, and I'm done not talking about it. Communities is great, and we should talk about it. Yeah, let's. I wish people would just come to their senses. I've been silenced on this matter for too long. Yeah. I will not, not be gonna, silent. You know what? Your voice deserves to be heard, Zach. Thank you. Well, let's get into it. Before we do our lists, let's catch up a little bit. I know we've both kind of been off living life the last couple weeks and have 
uh, a few bite-sized, uh, uh, quip-worthy things to share on the podcast. What have you been up to? Um, let's see. I've been, you know, I was sick last week. I was out most of the most of the work weeks. So I feel like no whenever we're not doing a podcast, you're sick. Yeah, it's the only time I allow myself to be sick. <laughs> I feel um, like it's very rarely when we're recording something. If anything, you're usually like on the mend from just having been sick. But yeah. I feel like consistently this year, the weeks we haven't recorded, you have been sick. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I and it's funny because it's always something with like my throat or my like my voice. My throat was shot to shit all last week. I like could barely talk most of the days. So it was uh, you know, just getting a little rest, but now, it's, it's were back you in action. Sick, or had you been spending a few too many nights in the back room of the Neon Light Club in Chicago this week? <laughs> I mean, that might have had something to do with your it. Your throat just absolutely getting just torn shredded. To shit. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, battered and bruised. Right, that'll do it. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, I I've caught up on a lot of anime, which is fun. Um, but what I want What's to talk the top? about. What's like the tippy top of your list of what you're catching, watching right now? Tippy top. Uh, Mob Psycho 100, season three. It's incredible. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Chainsaw Man and Spy Family are close, but Mob Psycho 100 is where it's at. Blown you um, away. But uh, I watched Bros yesterday, which is I a really movie we've like talked it. about we've on talked the show about it. Mm-hmm. quite a bit, and I loved it. I thought it was terrific. That was funny. It had a lot of heart to it. Um, it stayed true to what it set out to be, and I think didn't waiver compromise on that at all and i think that's really cool i think it and jim rash jo- was in it jim rash was in it and they didn't give him enough of the funny jokes no but he what he had great was funny. to see in it he is funny but like the other people in that table sequence got the best jokes and it made me a little sad mm-hmm. i wanted lots more jim rash but i loved that he was in it uh, what you're saying, the, the movie sets out to do what it set out to do and i think it does a good job of doing that without feeling like the commercial for gayness that I think it got mm. misattributed as. Um, I also can't help but notice that you went to see the or that you saw the movie far after you could have supported its success in theaters by throwing it ten dollars. Well, I you weren't ended willing up to be it fifteen dollars to did you, did you have rent to it on Amazon it? Prime. Isn't it on HBO Max? I don't know. Don't you have HBO check. Max? Yeah. I don't think you had to pay for it. Well, I wanted to. That's nice. Yeah, the, give Jeff Bezos those fifteen dollars. <laughs> he'll write it on a piece of paper and give it to the gay people. Good. Yeah, on he'll you. tell them about it. Um, what else? Anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? I'm I'm so avoiding the me starting to talk about something and you going, oh, I'm done. Fine, talk about whatever you want, Zach. You know, Zach when in my I head, have, I'm that's like, all Stevens I had planned to share from my for hours. How could he possibly one? have more to say? Huh? Uh, it's it's your turn, Zachary. Thank you. Well, <coughs> you may have the floor. <laughs> I guess the first thing I want to talk hear about ye, hear ye. <laughs> is I got to spend some time with friend of this podcast, Alex Webster, who was on two episodes of the podcast, I think seasons one and three, he showed Probably. up for an episode. A good friend of mine who really in high school was like an inspiration for I always wanted to do filmmaking and storytelling type stuff and he was the guy at 16 or whatever who had 
more of a knowledge of how to literally do that. And and he's now been like the golden child who moved out of this shithole, kind of like Steven is, and and moved to L.A. and he's working in television. And he came back home to and I've never known Alex as a musical individual, but he came back home to film a music video for an EP that he recorded, like it's his project, uh, like an artist alter ego that he has, and I love it. The music is so cool. That's awesome. The only thing I've ever heard him is, uh, I think one time when we were recording something, he had mentioned a song, and or maybe he right. posted it on Facebook or something, and I heard it, and I was like, oh, oh I, I didn't, didn't know Alex that. sang or anything. But His music, the, the music video that we recorded is literally just a vibey song about being a loser in Indiana, sitting on your porch and smoking cigarettes and, like, hanging out with the boys. And nice. his music is really funny and... I don't know, for the type of stuff that I'm into, like the weirdo ween stuff, it's just perfect, like, homemade music that's weird and funny. Um, I'm really excited about it. So whenever that stuff comes out, since I had a small part in helping produce the music video, uh, I think I'll be in it, actually. I think I'll be in the music video. Ooh, I hope nude. Is it going to be like a Madonna? Completely nude. Well, that was another thing. So the music video was supposed to be people hanging out in their yards because the song's called Yard Cat. And the day that Alex filmed the music video was like the first big Indiana snow of the year. Nice. And two days before that, it had been like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. So he totally had to scrap his idea. And it almost was more fitting that it's a song about like hanging out and drinking beer in your yard in Indiana. And it was snowing and snow on yeah, the ground. that tracks. Uh, there's a part where someone does get nearly nude and like snow angel on the ground and stuff. We almost gave a guy hypothermia filming that thing. Nice. I but like anyway, it. whenever that stuff You got to have out, risk. You got to have some edge. It's one of those things that I was telling Alex that, like, I think this is good and I believe in this. And I would not just tell you that as your friend. I like it. I would. It, 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 it's great. And as soon as wow. it comes out, I'll definitely share it through the means that we have because I think it's That's cool. That's awesome. Other stuff I could talk about, but you know us. We're recording 17 of these things in the next two hours, <laughs> so I'll save those for later. I we'll think we've it. we've done what we need to do. Do you want to talk about our list for the week? Let's do it, Zach. I'm excited to get into this. I almost had the idea, because like most great ideas on this podcast, I heard someone on another podcast do it. Mm-hmm. I had the idea of... And of course, also like this podcast, I hadn't mentioned my idea to you until right now when we're doing yeah. it. I wonder if in any way we'd be able to, like, guess each other's top episode or one of our top episodes from from. I bet I could probably guess your top three. Maybe we should try that, and we won't react to it, and we'll see when we give our list if it's right Mm -hmm. or not. Okay? Yeah. So we're talking about the top five Silver Era episodes. There's a – I'm sure some people will find it contentious to call seasons four through six the Silver Era because it has its celebrators. And I feel like for the most part we are that. I think we find stuff to enjoy in season four. I think Mm -hmm. we both really enjoyed the vast majority of season five. And I think we both think that season six has a few stellar episodes that took advantage of its new format. It has a few really, really, really good ones. Um, I was surprised by how many season six episodes ended up on my short list of episodes compared to the Mm -hmm. other two seasons, honestly. Um, So what do you think? What do you think is mine? I bet that I can perfectly guess your top three. I doubt it, but let's, let's hear it. Uh, your number three is going to be Meow Meow Beans episode. Okay. Um, your number two is going to be Wedding Videography. Okay. 
And your number one is going to be emotional consequences of broadcast television. Do you want me to tell you how many you got right, or do you want me to just wait until we do it? We'll save it. We'll save okay. it. Okay. Build the anticipation. I I don't really know what I'm going to say for yours. I don't have a list of episodes in front of me. I feel like wedding videography is going to show up on your top five. Mm-hmm. I feel like the series finale will show up. I feel like Troy's last episode will show up. And I think there's a chance we'll get a herstory of dance in there, too, for some season four love. That's just what comes right to mind. Okay. Well, then let's shall dig we, into shall it. Shall we hop into it? Do Are we going to shotgun it and go number five, number five? Oh, I'll do sure, my honorable can, mentions, of course. Yeah, I, I have three honorable mentions, Zach, okay. so you didn't feel so, I've so alienated. Four. <laughs> four? Okay. So we'll hear Zach's top nine. And what Steven's are your top mentions? eight. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, do you want to give your top whatever? Go ahead and give me your honorables. Um, intergluteal numismatics, mm-hmm. uh, app development and condiments, and mm-hmm. advanced D&D, which I think is is an underrated episode. All great. One of those episodes is also on my honorable mentions. Um, so th- these are in no particular order. All honorable mentions. I've got Basic Human Anatomy, the Freaky mm-hmm. Friday Season 4 episode. I've got like Basic Intergluteal Numismatics. That mm-hmm. episode was probably the closest to making it into my top five. I've got mm-hmm. Basic Crisis Room Decorum. From season nice. six, the Gave a Dog a Degree episode. And I've got advanced safety features from season six, the Honda episode. Nice. Big fan it's a of good that one, one. too. Uh, and going off of that, Steven, what's your number five? My number five, you called it Herstory of Dance. Nice. I, I know that it is not going to win any awards. I don't think it's the best episode of the show by any Ooh, means. It's but long it makes me ineligible laugh. for any awards. Yeah. Well, I'm going to submit it to okay, the go Academy ahead. for consideration. To the Oscars? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dear Academy. <laughs> Actually, Homemaker can win a Grammy. If uh, Green Book can win, so can this. <laughs> La La Land. Oh, wait. <laughs> Herstory of Dance. <laughs> Herstory of Dance. Um, but I think it's a really funny episode. I think that there are a few moments in the show that make me laugh harder than, the, than Bear Down for... Not that episode. Not that episode. Um, but I, I think that the <laughs> Susan B. Sadie B. Hawkins dance. Um, Sophie B. Hawkins. Sophie B. Hawkins oh, dance is go. one of the funniest jokes in the show that they tell. There we go. It is. Got there. It's one of those things that you totally should have seen coming and you yeah. don't exactly. And then they play it out really well. It's really good. It's one I of those it's things that's funny. a written and well-decided joke that still comes off as happening in the moment, which is which is neat. My number five is also Herstory of Dance. I wow, think it's a really good episode. Look at us. I've softened. Yeah, big kisses all around. Mm-hmm. I've softened to season four because of how sweet and wearing its heart on its sleeve season four is in a way that seasons five episode. and six aren't. Yeah, it's a really sweet episode and not in a way, especially in this episode, unlike other season four episodes. It doesn't feel hammy. It doesn't feel forced. Pierce gets a sweet moment, uh, which is hard to say for many episodes in mm-hmm. the last three seasons. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's History of Dance is my number five. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, my number four, which is an episode that I think I like more and have more admiration for every time I watch it. And that is cooperative polygraphy. Okay. I think it's a great episode. Great I think episode. that the table read definitely added how much it means to my heart. But I think the episode still holds its own. Um, 
which for an episode centering around a character that's not really in the episode yeah um it's pretty fantastic i think that it it has moments that are really really funny it has moments where you're like oof and i think that that's when community is at its best when it's making you feel multiple things and i think this episode makes me feel multiple things my number four is wedding videography I think nice. you had that as in my top three, and it is I did. not. So that's your mm-hmm. first demerit. <laughs> uh, wedding videography, I don't have a lot to say about it this time, because it's kind of the episode that we've done the most talking about over the mm-hmm. last couple months. But it's just a late-era great episode that focuses on the whole study group and still asks questions about, well, what's it like for all the people around them that aren't in this all-inclusive study group? Uh, Pretty Mm -hmm. bad. They're awful. I think the episode does it great while also being a surprisingly solid penultimate episode for the series that gives a lot of the side characters some nice, big, final moments before the series ends. Yeah, I think it's so, so funny. Wedding videography, number four. Um, my number three is going to be Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. Okay. I think it's a great finale. Probably instantly catapulted to one of my favorite sitcom finales. Um, sure. I think it's the most inventive Unique. one. Yeah. Um, and I think that it it does everything that I want a finale to do. It made me feel hopeful, it made me cry, it made me remember all the wonderful times that I had with these characters and how much the show means to me, and I think that is everything you can ask for from the last episode of a show. And it's really funny consistently throughout it, too, which a lot of times sitcom finales have so much sentimentality to get to that they don't really have time to bring the funny. Hello. Uh, That episode really does. What, What are you waving to? Hello. Hello. Oh, sure, I get it. Hello. 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 My number three. Do you remember what you said my number three would be? Uh, Meow Meow Beans, right? My number three is App Development and Condiments. Nice. Meow Meow Beans. Good guess. Uh, I think it's a great episode, and I think, for me, it's the type of so, so weird that community commits really hard to, so hard, in fact, that you kind of forget that it's so weird and that all of these people are falling into a post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> it gives us the Coogler. It the gives Coogler. us. Um, it gives us Hickey's birthday. There are so many. It gives us. Well, what about these apples? <laughs> Joel's stand-up routine in that episode is so solid. Yeah. I love that episode. I think it's a real highlight in the second half of season five. It it was really, really, really close to being in my top five. And I don't have a good reason why it's not. I love it so much, but just Fair. didn't. Sure. It, you weren't. <laughs> you weren't good enough for us today. But <laughs> thank you. Uh, my number two. Um, you 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 did really well guessing the episodes that were going to be in my top five, Zach. Nice. Um, my number two is going to be wedding videography. I think I it is it one of the there. funniest sure. episodes of the entire show. I laugh. And- so hard consistently. Now my brain it. is so racked. I have no idea what your number one will be. I know. It's not the series finale. It's not. It's not wedding videography. Uh, I know what yeah. it is. Um, but I think it's such a funny episode. I, we've talked it to death at this point, but I could talk more about it. I think it's great. So funny. So so so. You finally give Garrett. Oh my God, he's getting married. This is great. Ah shit, it's his cousin. Like that's that's so funny. This is very funny. My number two. Is going to be the series finale, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. Nice. 
it's perfect for yeah. community for community season six. It is the perfect finale that mm. also incorporates a lot of things from the previous seasons to to make it a satisfying ending for the whole show. I like it more and more each time I watch it. I find new things to laugh at and new things to make me emotional about every time I watch it. I had a great time talking about it with you. That episode's always going to have a, a real big part in yeah. my heart. That is my number two, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. Love it. Okay, my number one, um, and I was honestly surprised this got my number one spot. Like I would say, this list was, was harder for me to put together than the golden era which surprised me because i thought they'd be the other way around um just because i was going through the three seasons there's so many episodes that i like that mean a lot to me that make me laugh that make me cry and i don't think there's an episode that makes me do those things more pronounced and consistently than uh geothermal escapism i think that it's a send-off to my favorite character in the show um it's the kind of completing the arc of my favorite or one of my two favorite relationships in the show um what's the other one jeff and annie jeff and abed <laughs> fuck you uh <laughs> uh hickey and abed actually um but uh <laughs> i i think that it's 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 just got so much heart and i think it perfectly captures that feeling when someone's so close to you that's been such a constant in your life no matter for how long leaves um, and you don't want that to happen. You don't want the game to end, you know? And yeah. and I think that that really resonates with me, and, and it's such a special episode in my heart, and, and I think it's, it's one of the best of the show. Well, you know, my number one uh, is my number one for a lot of the same reasons that you just mentioned, but it's not geothermal escapism. It's cooperative polygraphy. Mm-hmm. I think, for me, that episode personally does a lot of the emotional heavy lifting uh to make the following episode like kind of follow the motions of a great goodbye but this one does the like shock of Troy's leaving really mm-hmm. well i also just love and i think you sell it a little bit short by saying well it's the the table read that that really sells the episode for you because i i don't know for me when this episode first aired this was the episode in season 5's first stretch uh, even more than intergluteal numismatics that was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, community has still got it. Like yeah. after season four being a middling season full of like revelations about other study group members that don't quite make any sense anymore. All of the issues they have with each other in this episode make sense. They build off of all the things we know about these characters and how they would get into each other's skin in a way that I think the show barely did better a few times before and never does this well again. I think it's a hilarious bottle episode. Walton Goggins is so fucking funny as the... Mr. Winger, I haven't asked a question in 10 minutes. Not to mention the end tag. He's like, I'm so handsome. You know what? (laughs) Shots! I think it's such a good episode. Um, I think the moment where Abed says, cool, 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 and the lady says, that's a lie, it hits me in the heart as hard as anything in any of the other Mm -hmm. episodes we've talked about does. It would show up, I think, in my top 15 episodes of the entire series, maybe top 10, Cooperative Polygraphy, my number one. It's great. I think those are some solid lists, Zach. Thank you. Let's recap out. Well, no, we'll recap our list at the very end. Let's take a look at what the people have said to us. 
We've got a few top five lists that were emailed into us by our listeners and followers, uh, and I'm excited to get into those. Stephen, why don't you give us this first one? All right, our first one is from one of the mats, um, and this mat has number five. I tried very hard to find five, but not sure it's possible. Maybe it is, but I doubt it. What the fuck? There's you think there aren't so five good episodes? good episodes in three seasons of the show? Yeah. All right. Let's see what kind of list There's this five Matt. good episodes. Is this the same Matt that said, Goddamn, uh, Schmitty five Probably. times? Four Probably. times? Four of the five? Goddamn. Okay. Number four, Advanced, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I really like that episode. I think that it, the whole Dean Jeff, like, letter scene is so funny. From my turn, I hug my father. <laughs> uh number three intro to knots D- disagree but okay it's fine i don't hate it as much as i could i guess i think it's a little less than fine i don't think that's a very good episode personally yeah. it's not awful but it's boring it is very boring um number two geothermal escapism good choice Love the episode number one basic intergluteal numismatics i get it people like ass crack bandit episode a lot i like it that's quite a choice for number one of the yeah. whole last three seasons but i do that's vibe with that choice i can see nothing it. from season six interesting huh interesting matt we got some questions come on the show yeah uh, up next of course we've got matt sending in a top five <laughs> silver era list We've got, starting at number five, Modern Espionage, the final mm. paintball episode. Decent okay. choice. Number four, Geothermal Escapism. Of course, a really good choice to highlight. Number three, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. Number two, Cooperative Polygraphy. And number one, again, we've got Basic Intergluteal Numismatics. Wow. I wouldn't agree with the shuffling of this list, but I do think that is a pretty solid top five mm-hmm. list. Uh, again, modern espionage just doesn't quite squeak into one of my favorite episodes of the entire show, but, but I, like I have it. no problem with it being yeah. on this person's list. I think they did a great job. Good list, Matt, mm-hmm. if that is your real name. Yeah. Um, our next is friend of the show, Brandon Fulcomer. Uh, Brandon says this was way easier to make than the golden era top five. Guess I, guess why, guess that's why it's the go. silver era. Guess that's, that's why, why they, they call, call it the booze. Yeah. Uh, number five, basic intergluteal numismatics. Your two senses changed, so changed, so it's banned. Wow, That's reading is not my strength today. Your two senses changed, so it's banned. Thank you. Uh, number four, geothermal escapism. Took me a long time to rewatch this one without ac- accidentally listening to "Come Sail Away" by Sticks. Yeah, that Very this true. episode and the pilot of uh, fuck uh. Show, Linda Cardinelli, Seth Rogen. Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Pilot of that also has a great playing of Come Sail Away by Styx. Whole song. Uh, three, Wedding Videography. One of the funniest episodes of the whole series. Couldn't agree there. more. Yeah. Uh, two, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. If I had no self-awareness, I'd think I'd know. Um, good one. Uh, <laughs> one, Cooperative Polygraphy. Can't decide if I like the table read or the actual episode better. Um yeah, I think I that's mean, a great list. I think if you take away like the reunion aspect of the table read, it's definitely well. Then the what's the point better. of the table read? 
But I'm saying I think the reason people hold it higher isn't because, like, the quality of the delivery is better than the full acting out of the episode. Yeah. It's just the joy of seeing all these people together again mixed with Pedro Pascal absolutely losing his shit in the mm-hmm. middle of the episode. Yeah. Um, great list, though, Brandon. Thanks great for writing Great list, in. Brandon. We've got one more list. This is from Jennifer. I think we've made Jennifer mad a couple of times because Jennifer, <laughs> we did that whole thing where she mentioned the art of Discord. No, that's the Schmitty episode. Yeah, she uh, mentioned the Britta Cadaver episode, what right? What is that episode called? Mm. We made a whole thing about it. What's that episode called? Is it the art of discourse or is that the Schmitty episode? That's the Schmitty episode. Well, anyway, the reason she picked that episode is it's because the Shirley Annie Buddy Cop movie episode. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't remember that. And although yeah. I still don't think it's one of my favorite homage episodes, if I had remembered that, I wouldn't have shat all over it the way that we did. Mm-hmm. Steven yeah, has sorry, no Jane. The matter. He's just. Like, I yeah, still okay, don't think whatever. that episode's great, but. <laughs> uh, but Jennifer's top five. I hold my stance. Episodes. I hold my position. We've got a few honorable mentions from Jennifer. She gave us honorably. Advanced Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, App Development and Condiments, Basic Crisis Room Decorum, Geothermal Escapism, and Ladders. Ladders is a good episode. Mm-hmm. I remember that episode starts off season six in a way that's like, they've still got it. Season six is going to be great. Um, and then their list, starting with number five, is a tie between Basic Intergluteal Numismatics and Queer Studies and Advanced Waxing. At number four, we've got Advanced Safety Features. Good choice. Number three, cooperative polygraphy. Number two, G.I. Jeff. Boo. <laughs> I'm I don't ha- hate G.I. Jeff. I, I don't hate don't it like either. I don't love it like that, but I'm happy with that hot take. You're allowed that is to a hot G.I. Take. Jeff. Jen, we can count on you to really push the envelope here. I mean, look, my hot take is that I'm not over the moon about Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. That's fair. Um, I think G.I. Jeff is close to as good as that episode, so I'm happy with that. And they've got their number one, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. That almost was my number one. That's such a Mm -hmm. good episode. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Thanks, Jennifer, for writing that in. We really appreciate it. And that about wraps up this week's Community Superlative. Let's run down our list. Yeah, let's recap. Let's hit a... Uh, my top five were Herstory of Dance, Cooperative Polygraphy, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television, Wedding Videography, and Geothermal Escapism. And for me, number five, also Herstory of Dance. Number four, Wedding Videography. Number three, App Development and Condiments. Number two, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. And number one, Cooperative Polygraphy. Steven, this has been fun. I love putting these lists together, and I like trying to, like rationalize why each of us has put what where this is a fun yeah i like it for people who really like ranking and scoring things this is like just pleasing me in all the right ways i agree Mm -hmm. uh before we uh hop off the pod to please each other in all types of ways (laughs) um next week we're going to be back to talk about the top five plot lines we would have liked to see in Community's I'm so excited run. for that. It'll so. be a different kind of list because we're just going to have – we've been rewriting Community for three years. We're about to have a little pitch session. I think we're going to give each other our ideas and then kind of like riff off of them and see how good of an idea for the show we think it is. You know what I mean? That will be a lot of fun. So join us next week for that. And outside of that, if you like what we do here and you want to support us, patreon.com slash podcast is the place to do that. Uh, we've got Brokeback Bebop. We've got You Can't Disappoint Show. A lot of stuff going on over there. Patreon.com slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. Steven, where else can the people find us for free? 
You know, if you want to get a peek at our Silver Era, come on over to Twitter and follow us over at you. We haven't begun to peek. (laughs) Uh, Over at (laughs) Can't Disappoint Podcast. Um, No. That's not our Twitter. Over at no, You Can't Dis a Pod. There you go. Uh, we're also on Instagram. The place, if in case Twitter dies, since everyone thinks that's going to happen, I think it, it's 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 not. But um, uh, <laughs> it might suck now, but it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter's not going to stop being a thing. Um, you know, why didn't we pay the eight bucks for our blue check mark, Zach? But um, <laughs> look, I'm not above it. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking do it. I don't care. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay 16 give couple us two. more patrons and we're <laughs> verified baby um, <laughs> uh, but follow us over on twitter at you can't disappoint we're also on instagram over at can't disappoint podcast um, we're on facebook and youtube under the whole name of the show you can't disappoint a podcast we're gonna be doing an end of the show uh you know comprehensive roundtable soon if you want to see our smiling faces that's the place to do it Well, Steven, it's been a lot of fun. I can't wait to do this again next week. From inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, I'm Zach. I'm Steven. We love you very, very much, and we'll see you next time. Eat your greens, please. Eat those greens. Don't, don't, don't let's start. I've got a weak heart, and I don't get around how you get around. Sure.